sometimes that is better. podcast which you are about to hear is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths, in particularly Pete and his friend Charlie. It's all the more tragic that they were young, but they had lived very, very long lives. They could not have expected, nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and the macabre as they were to see on this fateful day. For them, an Edenic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were led to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The next generation. All right. All right. All right. Not quite John Larroquette, Nate, but I'll give you props for that. No, nope, and it's it's definitely better than whoever narrated the opening monologue to this movie. <laughs> you're, you're damn yeah. straight there. Oh, <laughs> God, that guy and was. Oh, I, this is. I didn't even want to do that narration because it's just it's not good <laughs> <laughs> not oh. at all. <laughs> it's so disappointing. Uh, you hear John Larroquette get on there in the first movie. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's almost like like if James Earl Jones would have done it. In the, mm, it's rapper. It's like a. A blanket you wrap around yourself. That's right. This guy, yeah. it's like a. Yeah. I don't know. You know. I was doing a little research on the first movie. Do you know how much John Larroquette got paid to do that narration? One in joint, the first? wasn't it? Yeah. One joint got paid in <laughs> one joint to do that narration. So worth it. We'll take it, man. We'll yeah. take it, man. All right, Nate. Uh, introduce us and then explain yourself. Well, yeah. Charlie, you got some explaining to do, Nate. Pete. Our brothers over at Spoils of Horror did a sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. They did part two, which yep. was uh, Toby Hooper, who, yep. you know, made that one. And it was a good and, movie. Yeah, it's a really, really good movie. Crazy. Right? Like, insane. Yeah. Wackadoodle. But good. Yeah. It's like the Evil Dead 2 of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, um, that's give a you that. fair comparison. But then the other half of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he too made a sequel. And I felt it was deserved to be talked about. One Kim Hinkle, who wrote the first one with Toby uh, Hooper. Toby Hooper. Mm-hmm. Made this movie. Mm-hmm. Wrote and directed it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, Is that what uh, this piece of shit was? Yep. Yeah. This is from the original Clearly, mind of the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Clearly, we know where all the talent of the duo was. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I really don't have much to say at the moment other than, A, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> B, I thought this was going to be a funnier bit <laughs> for, like, you know, a whole episode. 
see the first time I had watched this was with a buddy, and we had a really good time. And then I watched it by myself last night. Um, <laughs> D, I don't know if there's much to talk about with this movie. <laughs> e, before we got on tonight, I decided to watch the worst possible documentary ever covering the making of this movie. How, how do you I'm like never that getting that hour back. That right. was horrible. That music was the, some of the worst music I've ever heard in a documentary, and it didn't match Texas Nothing. Chainsaw. Oh, it didn't match it was, anything. It was almost I, it was almost Looney Tunes. I'm so sorry I made you guys watch that too. I then very, <laughs> I was hoping to glean oh. some type of insight. I, that's what I was wanting. I Kim was wanting Hinkle. insight. How did this and happen? All I learned I, is that Ken Hinkle doesn't work well with anyone. <laughs> and it's kind of a turn. He looked <laughs> bored the entire time. He walks While in trying on to that... make commentary on the horror movies of the 80s and 90s. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> this was listed so, as a comedy, too, wasn't it? It is listed well, as a comedy. the first one is technically comedy. supposed to be a comedy. But then Toby Hooper went, it was, no one it, got the joke. It was satire, but no one got the joke. You're right. And then part two and was... Then, it was clearly comedy. Yeah. 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 This one leans heavy from what I understand more into the satire of it. I have some thoughts. I did do a little bit of research on this. I, it's so That's hard to find. It, it's hard. Like, to... a, a clear thought process for this movie. Now I will, I got to back up Nate here a little bit is because I was all in favor of covering this movie. I was not. I will let the record show. <laughs> yeah. You've been kicking and screaming favor the whole the time. time. This was announced. I said, hey, no, you want to know, do not you do want this. something really cool, Pete? Mm. Before I even decide on this, there was a moment, a very brief moment where I had text Charlie going, maybe we should cover Evil Dead Rise instead. He did, but I felt like well, it was still too soon for people to have seen it all. We could have. <laughs> you should have saved that till the end, Nate. You should have. No, I really like this, this because, episode. like, the look on his face right now is like his yeah. soul leaving his body, and him going, "I'm going to murder you with an actual chainsaw." Guess who That's I get good. to see on Saturday? You. I'm Me. looking at you. <laughs> Me. Nate. Charlie, and bring me. the axe <laughs> and hand it to me. A, always have an axe. <laughs> so no, I I have to back up Nate a little bit because. I have a soft spot for this movie. Of course you do. <laughs> and, and look, I, I haven't seen this thing in like 15 years. Um, and I remembered really enjoying it the last time I watched it. Okay. And I don't know if it's because now we're doing a horror podcast where we really kind of like dig into these type of movies mm. and, you know, really kind of peel back the layers and I'm watching this the other night with Jackie. Jackie's laughing her ass off throughout this thing. Because at first she's like, have I seen this? I'm like, I guess. I don't know. And so she's laughing like out loud at just some of the most insane things that's happening. So I was like, well, that's at least getting some kind of reaction out of her. And then I went, I know what this is. Charlie just loves Matthew McConaughey. And that's <sighs> all I paid attention to in this movie. I mean, Period. you might as well get this out of the back. Like. This was filmed in what, 93, 94? Filmed in 94. Yeah, he was fresh out of college or something, wasn't he? Yeah, and like him and Renee Zellweger were not stars yet. No, this was like her first movie. This is right before they had big big movies or something. Yeah, like right before. Is anything like those two you could tell 
are damn good actors. Yeah. Like, you could see that there, there was, was something going thing, on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you could just tell magic was going to be happening with those two. Um, yes. And I don't think that's coming from Ken Hinkle's direction whatsoever. <clears throat> I, no. I think that is them two just giving it their all because they're in a movie. This and is McConaughey. Sequel yeah. to one of the biggest horror movies of all time, written by one half of the original crew. So I can see where the perception is hey, this could be huge. You know, let's give it our all. Yeah. And, and this, their, I think it was their first starring roles, or they got top, well, they got top build. Well, so this, here's, here's the weird well, thing. They should have. They, they were the, protagonists and antagonists in this film they were they, the they were two main stars but when you talk in texas chainsaw massacre leatherface is usually the one person you think uh, of he was as being barely it's this not movie. this movie so they were brought in on this this was released in 1994 got railroaded bad by the critics and everything right they pulled they pulled it re-released it again in 95 got the same shit storm of a critic reaction they pulled it again and waited until matthew mcconaughey and renee zellweger's careers took off and they re-released this in 1997 wanting to put like this is where we got like that new cover with mcconaughey's face zellweger's (laughs) face their names are at the top because they never Mm -hmm. were before and then they were threatened to be sued by sony and them because they're like you're gonna tank their career that is you know taking off right now funny because both of them enjoyed making this movie they have not like turned against it no they they have a lot of fault it was all the studio and their talent agent wanting to sabotage the re-release you know what they were having a ball doing this movie but you could tell they were enjoying themselves you're not going to rock the ship though if your agent's telling you like look right you, you can't talk about this movie you did you know i've heard of like well, I mean, hell, we just you know, spoils a horror just a cabin in the woods, mm-hmm. and Hemsworth was a nobody when he did that movie. It took a while to come out, and then all of a sudden he's Thor. You know, like if they had really known like how big Hemsworth was going to be, they may have even tried to stop that movie from coming out, thinking it was going to hurt his career later on. Thankfully, it didn't. It worked out. Good movie for both sides. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one, God, man. Like I, I kind of appreciated watching the behind the scenes that Nate sent, even though it was atrocious. I, I'll, I'll watch the movie again before I watch the behind the scenes. Oh my god, it's like the worst documentary ever. <laughs> it was terrible. I do not recommend watching that. Usually, like commentary tracks or like stuff like that, I'm always down for. But me both. But this it, was rough. <laughs> but what it got across to me was there was no like delusions of grandeur doing this movie. This was. They knew they were doing, this ain't even low budget. This is micro budget. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, the original was a micro budget as well. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre almost had no budget, and they pulled off something. It was made for a peanut butter jelly sandwich. It basically was. And one joint. And and a joint. And it also has almost no gore, which is another issue with this. Correct. So this is this is such an odd one i was i was hyped for this till i sat down and watched it again (laughs) and i feel like i've matured for some reason (laughs) Um, what was your first experience with this movie and then we'll ask pete and then well my first was was renting it um a lot later on like i skipped over this one 
for a while. The cover just never really jumped out at me. I, I think as a kid, I always thought they made a, a female version of Leatherface based mm-hmm. on the cover. That's what I thought. And so I, I never really paid attention to it. There were so many other movies to watch. And it was a lot later on when I was like going through all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies going, I might as well watch this. And I remember enjoying it, but I, I really looking back going, it, it was all McConaughey. He's so animated and just, you know, takes over the entire set when he's on screen that that's what held my attention. And that's really what drew me to this and why when Nate goes, we should do this. I'm like, yeah, I have good memories of this movie till I watched it again going, oh yeah, there, you know, there's the only blood is a roadkill animal, just like the first uh, movie. Now there's gore as far as there's a dead body in a bathtub, you know, there's just the weird shit we expect. But, but the first movie has no blood and it works. It's right. One of the most it, yeah. effectively creepy movies ever it made. You get gross. Yeah. Like it, it definitely does. And I, I think the only so, big blood spurt was on his apron when it, it, he's supposed to have run the chainsaw through the guy, but it's from the behind shot. You don't see it, but the blood spray hits his yellow apron. So he's there with the paintbrush. And yeah, that, and that's all the blood that's really in the first movie. And, and like, know. so. Once again, you have a movie with none of the bits and gore, and yet somehow it's not as effective. And then you have, we've already done the worst Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie ever. Yeah, I'll, I'll still one. watch this one above 2022. And I'll 2022 is a gore fest. And it's like, well, you completely missed the point of the original. Mm-hmm. So, so Somewhere in the middle. Why is this franchise so disjointed? What well, What the, is it? The most disjointed horror franchise, I think. I I've, I don't think there is. Uh, we, we've talked about Leprechaun, and at least it's always about a Leprechaun looking for gold. But Leatherface from the... I almost feel like they should have just stopped at the first one and never, ever, ever did another sequel. After the second like, one. And then that's it. I, I like the second one, but that one doesn't have the same love as the first one, though, honestly. So it's like, why even try to continue the story the mystery it's all was about the money baby and that's what it is it's like they we, made we a want shit to ton of money off that first one off of a zero budget and they they steamrolled into a second one pretty yeah. quickly if i remember well, I, no I, it was a while was wasn't like it over 10 years till the second it one was came like out. yeah it was like 10 yeah. years which... i think it hit it hit it hit excuse me it hit vhs and it just kept steamrolling it kept making more and more money and they were and like, let's, this, let's do another one. This because that's when almost, the slashers came out. That's when you had your super yeah, supernatural. Canon released the second one, so it was done. Right, right. right. They right. probably money as well. They, they probably made twelve movies off of that second and, movie's and I think earnings. <laughs> this one's just under ten years later for the third one when it came out. And this wasn't this wasn't next generation the whole time. It was return. Of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the original title. Is that what it was uh, called? Yeah, okay. it, it was originally released. Oh, that's released. why the making of was yep. called that. Okay, that. Yeah, I was confused there for a minute. It didn't get called Next Generation until the 1997. So Star Trek came out. Until <laughs> Star Trek came out. So that, that was way, real. You know, we got the blend. That's right. Real popular back then. That that uh, what else would sell Texas Chainsaw? All fans the kids. Star Trek. Are into the next generation, man. So, so what totally was it. your first experience with this, Pete? Was it last night? It was last night. <laughs> <laughs> this movie. <laughs> this movie. 
this movie can go eat a bag of dicks. I know um, that you have been dreading this. I, and I was kind of I excited because I was like, well, at least he'll get to see McConaughey's performance. <laughs> if there is one shining light in this film, it is McConaughey's cracked up performance. If I could see him and Nick Cage go full Cage Ooh. McConaughey, whoa, whoa, boy. I don't know if that would be the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. It, it, that's a fine razor's edge that they're they're standing on. If we could get those two together, to like Mandy versus Vilmer or whatever, you yeah, know. Vilmer. I mean, this that, is. I th- it, it's that, so I would I would watch this movie had it just been named Vilmer and had oh. no ties to the. You got you got something kinda. there. Yeah, you yeah. really you really do have something there. That would be very interesting. Absolutely, uh, just create a new character. Uh, yeah, a new, a you, new you, I mean, to go up on the wall, whole, of, a whole, of yeah, yeah, a whole new, a whole new like persona, a whole new villain. That this guy, I, and it, honestly, it has to be McConaughey though. If if there's something from when this guy started his career, he gets into a role. Mm-hmm. Like we've given a lot of props to like Lance Hendrickson, who really does dig into his character roles and how he really kind of just takes on these uh, personas McConaughey does it too McConaughey just and it doesn't matter good bad whatever kind of movie if he's gonna be in it he's all in and damn it does he do it in this movie that is the only glowing thing I'm gonna say about this movie and the only thing I would ever tell someone to go you've never seen it you should maybe watch it one time (laughs) one time if you've seen the others and don't even worry about Leatherface. Just watch McConaughey in this movie. And that's it. I would I would just leave it at that because Leatherface is a nothing throwaway character in this entire movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the, the face of the franchise. <laughs> right. Your main <laughs> is, dude. Your main dude is not really in this well, movie. The it's, main dude a... looks like Roseanne Barr and in that's, the movie. That's fine. There was there were oh, hints of that God. in the first couple of films where the face wasn't necessarily masculine masculine right no i mean that's not my like point at all my point is like roseanne Barr looks exactly like leatherface oh oh oh, that's my point you're going that direction yeah you gotta bash on roseanne come on dude i'm gonna bash on roseanne hard she's leatherface looks better than roseanne she's in my favorite freddie oh yeah she is isn't she that's right uh this this movie was i had low expectations going into this movie low low and uh, the movie met all my expectations, minus McConaughey's uh, performance. That was, boy, the, the more I think about a Vilmer movie, the more I want to see it. Oh, I like that. Like, like I want to see it, but it's got to be McConaughey, because you don't do Ash Williams without Bruce Campbell. No. I you, think the, the closest you'll ever get is like Woody Harrelson in um, Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah. Now, there, see, there's I, another I one. I think there is one that's even closer from Matthew McConaughey himself. And that is the movie Killer Joe, which if you guys have not seen Killer I, Joe, I have not seen Killer Joe. It is a very it's from the director of the original Exorcist, William uh, Fredkin. Uh, oh. It's a dark movie, like, and it is I'll check when it I saw Killer Joe before I saw this movie. So when okay. I watched this for the first time, I went, "Holy shit!" When it came time to do Killer Joe, Matthew McConaughey just channeled his you know early right. year his career inner vilmer because like when you watch them they're very much similar characters now that one i believe is uh based on a play but 
yeah, that that like final ten minutes of that movie like got me kind of thing. And it's nothing okay. violent. It's just like, oh, that's gross kind of thing. <laughs> well, see, um, I I didn't have any kind of like tie to McConaughey the first time I watched this, other than I knew he was the all right, all right, so, all right guy from yeah. you know. Days and of, I Days of confused avoided this movie for years, uh, mainly because just not really knowing anything about it. I remember that. Um, the poster where it was the chainsaw as lipstick lipstick mm-hmm. one yeah but it never knew anything about the movie and it was just like well kind of avoid it and then eventually learning the history of you know the studio trying to prevent this ever from getting re-released piqued my curiosity still never saw it eventually found it in a thrift store a couple years ago for a dollar and I went why not yeah. so i text my buddy a picture i went hey like because he had never seen it as well like Let's finally do this. Like, let's sit down and watch it together. And so we did that, you know, ordered pizza and did what you should do of a movie like this. And I remember both of us about halfway into the movie turned to each other and going, this is not a good movie, but it's not a train wreck like we were completely expecting. It's just not a good movie. It's not like The Room or something. Like, I think both of us were expecting Uh, something that is just so ungodly bad. It's like, this is telling the first movie story over again in a 90s lens but it's just so, not so good. 90s <laughs> like and, and that, that's and like progresses. the mind-blowing part of it all is like you throw Leatherface to the side um two of your teenagers just get killed basically off screen i mean matthew mcconaughey runs over one like 19 different times with the almost, almost everyone dies off screen yeah like, like really i mean which is it's so strange when you think about the original, but a lot of that is how intense it is, how loud that movie so loud. is. You know, it's painfully loud, but it's yeah. effective. It, it wants to do that. It wants to get underneath your skin. And this movie, like, even as far as the acting goes, when Leatherface does throw the one girl on the meat hook, like, her scream is nothing. Where, like, in the original, the woman's scream, like, changes a total octave, like, yeah, like, like as I if she actually it. got pierced yeah. by it. So and then we throw ahead, in that. weird conspiracy theory. Oh my god, Illuminati. Ah! That no, I was, is I was, I was saving that for a little later because mm-hmm. that's a deep dive right there. That I was hoping maybe the documentary would cover. Nope, like not a bit. And like to give everyone an idea, the documentary starts out with Kim Hinkle just saying like. You know, when you're making a movie, it's hard because, like, I'm a very self-isolated person, but then I have to give in to other people's, like, what, demands or something like that. Yeah, it's just, like, an instant, like, yeah, yeah, like, I could not stand by the end of it, of just, like, this is a dude who does not play well with others and doesn't even know what he's doing in the first place. So maybe, (laughs) maybe play well with others. That way they can guide you in the right place. It's his, this was his first directorial debut basically he'd only written he even goes directing's easier than writing writing is torture this was fine and i'm watching this documentary going i don't know what uh, it's torture for me about, maybe but... not for you yeah I this mean, it's amazing no one actually got hurt making this did movie. you see those stunts yeah wow. like That's, there like, was these stunts no are impressive. like look i will say this watching it this is probably the first time i've ever seen this movie very clear you know, I streamed it, and the Renee Zellweger uh, roof Leap scenario. Yeah, 
the so power line or whatever. Even yeah. out of the window, falling down. This is where I'll give the movie all of the props. The editing after I have seen how they did it in the the behind the scenes to what I saw. Mm-hmm. I felt like I watched Renee Zellweger jump out of a window, land in the valley, get chased around a roof by Leatherface, and then jump on a power wire. I literally was sitting there going, is it that low budget you actually made that girl do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. But then I watched the behind the scenes going, okay, they did have a stunt person. Holy shit, you're going to kill that stunt person. Yeah, no, right. without a doubt. Like, And what's mind-blowing all right, Deadly Spawn has an amazing person getting thrown out of a window. Which is great. Right. Yeah, it's a dummy jump. Yeah, I love it. And I love it. You watch <laughs> this movie where the Renee Zellweger character jumps out of the window and like she gets caught on the middle part of the window. Yeah. Like it stays and then she forces her body through it and then takes a tumble down but and she's like, oh my God, that person's going to fall off the roof. She's on the edge of the crash mat, but she's still on the roof. Yeah. Like there's three guys under ready to catch her. And it's not, it's the stunt double, but I did give them credit. They were, she was talking like you, she goes, yeah, that crossbar didn't give. So I had to go. Everyone's like that added so much more realism though, because mm-hmm. you know, we're used to action movies and other movies where everything falls apart really easy. You're going to, you can run through a wall because she kept getting hung up on things. And I think there's another point where Leatherface falls down. It comes wow. out of the greenhouse. It comes out of the greenhouse, yeah. which I love. And that chainsaw that. is live with a chain in it. Yes. Which uh, is so why, insane. Why would you do that? Yes. Honestly, Stupid. on film, unless you're doing a close-up, you never need to put a chain on that. Exactly. No, I don't need to do it. You can run one without it. But he stumbles, catches himself, and goes. And, you know, the, the guy's worried, like, oh, man, that was the only piece of glass we had. Did we ruin the shot? And everyone, thank God, Henkel was like, that made it perfect. Uh-huh. It looked real. It made it real. It, because you're not stumble. superhuman. You're exactly. going to fall. You're going to yep. do all this but stuff. All of this like cool stuff is not the result of direction. It's happy no. accident. It's, it's all accident. Crazy yeah. random happenstance. And then and like it's the a drop in the bucket to this movie too, you know. McConaughey like when him auditioning for it, like he just went unhinged and that that worked for him, so he just kept that. Yeah. You know. And it works and he didn't go for vilmer he went for like some uh character they eliminated he was supposed to be a hero that shows up at the beginning on a motorcycle that knows renee zellweger he wasn't going to show back up until the end and basically rescue her from the chase but he went back in because they go hey do you know anyone else that would want to this was something that wasn't in the documentary i was yeah, it's a little one bit of the clips on YouTube, his interview. Um, that he's like, do they do do you know anyone else that would be interested in auditioning for this other role? And he gave a name of someone he went to school with at, you know, acting class, got all the way out of the building and went, What the hell am I doing? And walked back up there and went, Hey, can I read for it? And they gave him a pocket knife, and the guy goes, Go terrify my secretary. <laughs> and basically does this whole Vilmer thing. And got the role right then and there. I mean, he just become totally unhinged. And so, like, this just leads more into, by all means, this movie should work. And yet, right. it doesn't. It, it doesn't and yet, though. it's not like Children of the Corn 2, where oh, it's so bad, it's so good. So good. You know, like, and this movie, I don't regret re-watching it. And, like, I don't Oh, I don't either. Owning it I regret watching it. I'm glad for that, Pete. Because <laughs> let me tell you, sometimes it's nice to get revenge, bitch. <laughs> fair. That's fair. I but, think 
it, it's, <laughs> Go ahead, <Nick. laughs> where like this movie is not funny for the sake of funny. It's not scary for the sake of horror at all. It like not it doesn't scary. know what to do with its own tone. No. And that's part of the problem. And then when it does get into like some crazy things like a remote control leg that's supposed oh to God. be crushing oh a human my skull. Lord. My God. But you're hearing the most 90s effects ever. The sound yeah, tearing a head of lettuce apart or something. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the direction there's it loses any intensity in that scene that it's going for. Or lighting a girl on fire, which should be horrific. Like, That's I mean, this cool. movie does. All right. But then, like, you see the fire extinguish, and then it comes right back on her. And you can tell it's a mannequin on fire, which I absolutely love. I adore <laughs> that the mannequin is caught on fire and how, like. But it was a person on fire. It was a person on fire running. So I all props to that stuff. They didn't care about the stunt people in this movie. No, not at all. <laughs> no face covering, no nothing over there. So I, I've had, I've been struggling. I watched this a couple of days ago, um, just because scheduling. And so I've had a few days to think on this and I've read and heard some people going, well, it's, this movie's more satire than anything. And I'm like, is it though? But the problem is, is it should be like what this movie is missing and it needed to be was making fun of what horror movies have become in the 90s. But he you did know, a terrible job at it because... I, I'm saying he, thinking, this is what he should have done. Saying. Not not, uh, not that this is what he did. Well, this like, is what would have fixed the documentary it. that he was trying to make this type of commentary, though. Well, he fails oh. miserably yeah. because he doesn't... Like, just because you threw out the trope of these teenagers at a dance kind of prom-esque... There is no throwback to, like, say, Prom Night or Scream Queens, which is where your commentary should be of the ridiculousness of, say, like, where we're at now in the 90s from where we started with, say, like, Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, then you get into this thing of just the maniacal family that's just hell-bent on torture versus some of, you know, where the MPAA is now, and we've bitched about this for a long time, really fighting back against the gore in these movies like with the jason franchise with all these others so to purposely go with a movie and go okay we're not going to show gore but we're going to make you feel like you saw gore and he fails at it. It, it like i don't get it as if he's like rebelling against the system i feel like he's just throwing shit at the wall yeah there's and yeah and misses and, there, like, and there's a there's a different edit to this movie that i don't know if it's available because they re-edited it for next generation so there was a scene in the documentary i don't know if you guys caught it or not where renee zellweger is arguing with her stepdad yeah like that's cut from this that's not yeah. in the movie where and it's supposed it, to it, show that she's a survivor of abuse right she, to give she's, a little bit more backstory to her oh okay yeah which i will I say like, helped it <laughs> Her being the other highlight of the movie, I hated seeing her get like hit with the cow prod, getting stung, getting like whipped with it, and stuff like that. Like, there were moments where you're like, you know, that was effective of like, all right, I feel terrible for right. what Jenny is going through. And then her redemption arc of her standing up, saying, like, you know, just screaming back at them, which not that taking should have part of it. been another point of really driving home the satire when. You're, you're no longer controlling this person by fear. 
they're standing up. They she makes Leatherface cower yeah. at the table. She, she takes full control. Yeah. For and it's like this is your moment of like honestly, give let me see Paul Verhoeven make this movie and really dig into the satire of horror and the way you know the world views horror movies and the lower class of people that would have worked a little bit better but this guy hinkle i think he was just like we said so far up his own ass (laughs) that he was just like whatever i put on the film is my vision and i really feel like that's how after watching that documentary is Part of me wish I'd never seen that documentary. Part of me is like, I'm glad I did because now <laughs> I do. I don't feel bad going. I don't know what the <laughs> is going on right now. You know, it may, this movie has lost me and I can watch movies that should, are they're supposed to be deep. I'm, I'm a fan of Donnie Darko and I got done watching that movie going. Is it weird that I get it? And I don't at the same time watching this movie and I've seen it a second time, and it that kind of still has that same effect. This movie, it there's never a point where I go, oh, I get what you're doing. It's always like, what are you trying to tell me? What, like, What are you saying? What is your message in this movie? Because right now it's just moving pictures on the screen, uh, and I that's it. Part of the problem with like the Texas Chainsaw um, franchise as a whole, outside of you know the first two, really, you are limited to just the house with these yeah. movies so and because it's supposed to take place in the middle of nowhere you pretty much have to repeat the story of people getting lost or you know breaking down stumble upon the house and it's full of all these crazy people that and that is the like you're not going to have leatherface go to manhattan no i would on. watch that leatherface i would watch in that space. in a heartbeat leatherface in space i would come watch on. that one you know Leatherface versus that. Chucky, I would watch, you know, <laughs> yeah. but because of how these movies work, like literally every single one of them is let's just stay in the house, except for the brand new one where it's like, well, we'll move into the local nearby town where the cops do such a terrible job of like, well, we don't know who kills all these people <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere. It's probably not that farmhouse 10 minutes down the road. No way. Uh Oh, that Sawyer family. <laughs> they make good chili. Can't be and them. That's one of my other bitches with this movie was we start out basically in a well-populated town, a well-populated area. We're in a high school. They're driving around, and it doesn't feel like they've been driving for hours. And then all of a sudden, they're lost in the woods. Right. Like, it was so, like, I don't, A, I don't feel like it was a set trap. I feel like they literally just showed up. And then they go, well, how, they, they got to break down. How do we do this? Oh, let's cause a car accident. Right. They're on a one lane road and this car comes like literally what looks like out of the woods. (laughs) Right. And it's a throwaway character that dies. And you're, I'm just, I'm watching this movie going, I'd be way more analytical than ever with this movie. But now I'm going, what the hell is going on? Here's the other thing, especially for Charlie and I growing up in such a small town. If you I were got to you leave, both beat. oh, that's right. You did grow up in a small town too, didn't you, Pete? I always, for some reason, in my head. I bet just mine was only. smaller. I'm, I'm a metropolitan guy that grew up in a very, very small town. <laughs> but so then, all three of us are well aware of like when you leave your school, you know the the country roads that surround it. 
you know all those roads like the back of your Everyone hand. Like in the back of your hand. Yeah. Everyone. Every single, even to this day, if I'm in that area, I know every single marking, like you yep. name it, I, I can navigate that area really, really well, especially as a kid, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So for these kids to get lost, it's like, nah, that would be really, really hard because even I could go to the next town over, the next small town over, I was surrounded by small towns. I yeah. didn't see Hilliard in Columbus till I was 18. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, Cause that was I the boonies at the time. Yeah. When I learned about Hilliard, I was like, Whoa, what's this place? This is really cool. <laughs> but those of you that do not live in Columbus, Ohio, it's basically just a tiny suburb outside of downtown. It's not so tiny anymore. It's not, it, no, it's really not, not so tiny, tiny anymore. At the time it but was. It's yeah. your typical has a Walmart, has a target shopping centers. It that's what it is. You know, yeah. overpriced apartment complexes. That's, that's Hilliard. That's that's where. But that was mind blowing to me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, so there's so much that he just tried to make happen. And it's like, I like the fact that Vilmer's in this tow truck kind of thing. So we get they don't just like break down in front of the house, you know, yeah. so I do like it. But it's also like. So what does he do during the day? Does he kidnap people all the time, or does he sometimes literally tow a truck to the he works garage? for the Illuminati, dude? Yeah, because he that's painted the on the door. Government. Yeah, it's painted yes, on it the door, which is fine if you're really wanting to like be satire and be this like you know a self aware movie. But it, when you don't know what you're doing, don't paint it on the door. Wait, don't what was paint, paint on the door. It. What did I miss? On his tow truck, it says Illuminati. Illuminati. Does it really? Both doors. Oh, God. <laughs> it says Illuminati on both doors. Well, which you know, if you shows advertise that you work for the Illuminati, no one's going to believe that you work for the Illuminati. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, hide genius. In, hide in plain sight. Exactly. Man. <laughs> it's amazing. I, yeah, it, this movie, watching it again, just confounded me really bad like i get i can understand pete's point of view where he's just like why don't you guys make me watch a shitty shitty it's movie bad and i think the problem is i have history of liking this movie and i Has watch it, it going i kind of see what i liked but now i see everything else you know it's for me it's, it's just, just not that good yeah like it's just being surprised at the performances it's just one of those things in my head. I'm like, no, this should be like a complete dumpster fire of a movie. And it's not fully, but it's not entertaining. But this it's isn't not, like, yeah, it's worse. It's worse than a dumpster fire because it's almost that there were, there were beats of it that could have been good. Like the performances, but uh, everything just seemed to last way too long. And it's like one of those all the chases, yeah, were way too long. That's because they like, were literally padding time. They like, were padding it out eighty some minutes long. Lord. It doesn't even hit ninety uh, minutes with credits. I, so, I watched it in one and a half speed, and I didn't miss a I didn't miss a damn thing. Yeah. I even fast forwarded through a lot of that chases, and maybe I've seen a lot of movies, and I've seen a lot of horror movies, and the 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 chase no longer scares me. Like that no, no longer gives me anxiety. There's no anxiety and, in these shows. And there it just there was there was nothing. I didn't care quite enough for Zellweger at the time as she's being chased by everybody, I think. It's I think the, and they all they all like traded off. I think 
the only chase with her is the first time Leatherface chases her through the woods. But it was twenty get, minutes long. <laughs> but that's where we get the like the classic yellow butcher's apron. He's yes, got the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. She runs through the woods, through the river, and into the house. That is the most Texas Chainsaw Massacre moment in here. And then it gets to another point where I'm going because she goes in, she runs upstairs, which is what you're not supposed to do in a horror movie. So if you want to make fun of that, make her run upstairs in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Then I, this is this is the moment where Charlie, I'm, I'm sitting there going, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing because she goes in that room. I do kind of chuckle at the stuffed sheriff. Yes. which I think is supposed Standing to be from the first the movie yeah. or something sure. like that. Sure. And she grabs the gun uh-huh. and I'm like, ah, okay, she's got a gun. And she goes and she holds that at, you know, at the top of the stairs, she points it at Leatherface. Leatherface stops. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, oh shit. He goes, oh shit. Doesn't say that, but he, his eyes mm-hmm. say, oh shit. And it clicks. And I'm sitting there going, okay, I get what you're doing. What does what do we always bitch about in these movies? You know what? He'd be taken out with a gun really easy. He's only got a chainsaw. Let's make fun of this. We'll give her a gun, but there's no bullets. Mm-hmm. And so she throws it at him. That's that is, always funny. That is the only time in this movie where I feel like it even remotely gets to this. Let's make fun of ourselves. Let's be a more self-aware mm-hmm. horror movie. After this, it falls apart. After this, they're they're cannibals eating pizza. Yeah, right. Yes. Like takeout pizza. Takeout pizza. <laughs> How many times she go? You didn't tell Vilmer I was picking up pizza. I told you I was picking up pizza. Like say picking up pizza. They are one upset more they time. spent the money on this. What money? Yeah. Is Vilmer really a tow truck driver? The That's Illuminati what I need to know. <laughs> funds your food, dude. Come on. I guess. But like this movie, even as a group saying, I remember that with my buddy. Like it wasn't like we were sitting there making fun of the movie or laughing at. It. It's like. It's not even capable of that, you know? No. It's not something like when Pete and I were watching Leprechaun Space and, you know, yeah, that, we're just was, that was funny. Was having fun silly. and just, you know, she bursts the shit. out of a dude's dick. That's funny. <laughs> Leatherface <laughs> can't like chainsaw through a guy's junk and stick his head through it. It doesn't have the same effect. I would have loved to see well, that in this no, movie. Honestly, but... because in the new movie, they have it to where, you know, he sticks a chainsaw through someone's junk and it makes him force oh, into right. another person. And oh, it's so right. awful. So it it's was just terrible. Like... <sighs> no. Speaking no. of chainsaws, no one dies from a chainsaw. Which would have this been... movie? Pete's keeping me on my toes tonight. This is called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Nobody and... dies from a chainsaw. And if you're going to be satirical, then that needed to be something you drove home, but it falls flat. Like but you're you're about to, to cut it. somebody and then you run out of gas. How many people die in the first one from a chainsaw? At least one. 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 He he jams it through the dude's chest. That's the only blood. It's Franklin, right? That's the only one. I think correct. it's Franklin that. Uh, but yeah. someone still dies. Yeah. And this is zero zero bodies so from a chainsaw. The first one works because, like Nate said, it's so loud and it's always loud when the chainsaw starts mm-hmm. and then there's times when it's really kind of quiet then all of a sudden he bursts through ah. the room and it's there so they're using it as you know if you're going to detect a chainsaw movie you got to have a chainsaw at least in it but all they're doing with this is it's just him flailing it around i mean he could have been flailing around a rubber dildo and I mean, it would have been just even, as scary because it wouldn't scene, have been funnier they even do the yeah. scene from part two with 
having Leatherface hang out the window with the chainsaw, yeah. attacking the camper. Yeah. But what? the put problem is part that. two I got is a lot fun. Of, I got a lot of problems with that last scene. Let's, <laughs> let's put a pin in that last no, scene. We'll put a pin in that one for a second. There's a lot to unpack in that yeah. last Five ten minutes of the movie. Oh, there is a lot, lot uh, of problems with the all last right, part. Well, of this movie. let's let's, let's regroup let's hit our up the break. And then, yeah, yeah, let's let regroup our unleash. notes here, and uh, <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. It could be a grave mistake. Welcome to the monster movie Stop Down with me, Stoppy, and my little brother Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. <laughs> yes, you are. So join us, Sludge, Mark, and Ruben as we review monster movies from all around the world. And don't forget about the monthly contest and trivia. <laughs> That's right, peasants. You'll find extra content like the Underdogs, Monster Match Wednesdays, Friday Night Fights, each week exclusively on our Facebook and Instagram. So please join us at the Monster Movie Stopdown. Your one-stop chop. For monster movie reviews, interviews, news, contests, and of course, me, Stumpy. I'm from. Let's hide in the attic. No, in the basement. Why can't we just get in the running car? Are you crazy? Let's hide behind the chainsaws. If you're in a horror movie, you make poor decisions. That's what you do. I'm being quiet. Breathing on me. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. It's what you do. Don't let the commercials bug you. We're back. All right, Senator Pete, you may have the floor. Are we going right into this? I have no idea. I was just going to say that Geico commercial is basically Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation. Basically. Right, right. It also had little uh, uh, Vernon Reed, not Vernon Reed, uh, Leslie Vernon. Vernon Reed. You just made up a name there. No, Vernon Reed was guitar player for In Living Color, or, or excuse me, Living Color. Okay, okay. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, so, so we want to just dive right into this last. Might as well. We just played the commercial. Oh, let's let's right. jump into okay. the end. We've talked about everything else. I mean, they, they're, they're being tortured. Yeah. We're introduced yeah. to the men in black who yeah. are the Illuminati, For... who has Hellraiser tattoo piercings. So, yeah, so what's the deal with that? That guy wasn't Judd Nelson, right? No, that wasn't no, Judd Nelson. No. That they looked like Judd, Judd Nelson. Nelson. As soon as he got on screen, I'm like, holy shit, Breakfast Club, Judd Nelson's here. Don't right? put that evil on Judd Nelson. Don't do that. <laughs> well, maybe he did. Not. 90s Judd Nelson, but modern Judd Nelson, you can put that evil on. Fair. Yeah, yeah, you can do it on him now. Oh, but... yeah, he was kind of young back then. anyway. I... Yeah, no. <laughs> this this guy, so, yeah. God, it's so weird. So, yeah, it's the so Illuminati weird. come in, or what? whoever these assholes are. Thank you. And Right. <laughs> <laughs> they start spouting bullshit and tell <laughs> Vilmer to sack up, I guess, and then, then he... Uh, he, yeah. then he kills that gal with this with his rubber leg or what not a rubber leg uh is mechanical like rubber mechanical leg. what's wrong with you is oh my leg. god the mechanical make sure leg. my batteries are charged up woman before before we get into the final scene we got to talk about the leg 
So I like let that. me ask you a question. Yeah. Was he able to walk without a remote control? Because I I was watching it. He didn't have a remote control in his hand at all times so he could walk. Because he's got this I, he's got this contraption on his leg that helps him move. Is he, so he's got the it's Mad Max knee brace powered right with, uh, with electrical motors. It, it even makes a C three PO vacuum hose. A vacuum back. hose going to like a reverse fanny pack. All I could put together battery power. was but universal TV remotes because <laughs> he's a lot got like of them, eight of them. Yeah, yeah. What I was figuring out was I think it works normally, but the remote is if something like jams, like oh, something really wrong. because that's okay. the only time he reaches for you're the right. remote. Yeah, you're right. And that's literally the only thing I could Why put together. Not just use WD forty like any well, tow truck uh, this is, driver. Sometimes guns jam. I mean, yes, WD forty. For some <laughs> I don't reason, think you use WD forty on guns, do you? WD forty and duct tape uh, solve all, sir. Oh, okay. mm, not sure about that. Guns, but I know you're a thinking. gun cleaning kit. In the apocalypse, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you got. If you're working as a Sawyer cannibal, then I bet that's probably all you got. I liked how it was so. This was. It's very unique. I mean, I give him this. It, it is. is. It's something that's very memorable I in this, and McConaughey it. sells it. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't hate it. No, it, they don't explain it at all. At all. But it's also kind of like, you know, like in part two with, uh, what's the brother's uh, name in part two? Chop Top. You talk about Chop, chop Top. So, you know, it, it, it kind of gives you this little bit of Chop Top kind of feel. Right. Where he, he had the metal plate, plate in he his head. Scraping and he's scraping he, out of it. He's yeah. just not all there. Yeah. Now, from what I was, I, I, and I don't know, was this in the documentary or not, but Vilmer is in the first movie, too. He was uh-huh. in the back of the bus is as he? one of the hitchhikers, and he starts cutting on himself with a uh, pocket knife. What? I thought that was so the hitchhiker. It, it's been a while since I've seen part one. It's not like a wow. good I think, movie for me. I think the hitchhiker from the first what? one is Vilmer. I he is a Sawyer. No, How not at all. That? Yeah, so it, it may huh. not have been in the documentary. It may have been one, one of the other things I was watching. Okay. okay. But they did show the scene of this guy who is kind of unhinged, and he takes out a pocket knife, and he starts cutting on his yeah. chest just like McConaughey's doing. McConaughey's huh. doing the exact same. I just thing. figured that was like them just yeah, I didn't copy in the first one in a in a no, different way. No, I think way. it was literally supposed to be that is this character. Because like, here's the thing: like, as much as I adore that first one, I always go to part two because it's more fun. It like, is. I'm always okay. going to pick the more fun. I, movie. I've only watched the first movie like three times. Now, like, it's, I recently, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's loud, it's yeah, uncomfortable. So not- an enjoyable movie the first yeah. time the first time i watched it hell yeah it, it's intense it's wild the second time i watched it okay yeah this still holds up third time i watched it i went i'm bored as shit oh interesting you have that problem with every classic horror movie though <laughs> but i liked it the first two times sure. and i understood <laughs> it but it was like once it got to a point to me i'm still one of those people that feel like this thing gets way more credit than it actually really deserves. Mm. And I'll go on oh, like record it, saying that. From the 70s, it deserves all the credit it gets. Like, I, I, I bought the 4K and I haven't watched it yet still. Like, that's on me, but yeah, I'm notorious for buying stuff and being like, ah, it's Shocker. just on the shelf. Right. 
you know, like but get distracted. I'll, I'll I'll watch the Jessica Biel one before I watch the original. <sighs> that was rough. I See, like this that is one. the problem with him, Pete. How you know what, Pete? How are you doing over there? There's I'm actually good, people dude. that get killed in that movie, and you. It's true. It's true. It is and true. It, there's it. It's scary here and there. It is. And it, I, did, I, it did. I thought it, it wasn't I as mean, bad. It was a. It's it what this movie part. should have been. Mm, you're right. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, Harley yeah. Army is insane yeah, he's, he's the yeah. best part of that but like oh for sure the, the, i never even bothered watching the prequel to that one like, the, like, the I, hitchhiker I no desire. that blows her brains out in the mm-hmm. bus and they have that to like drive cool. around with it. i mean that was thank you damn it pete Sorry. um but to me i feel like there, like that one took the 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 soul of the first movie updated it into like the 2000s genre yeah, of, well, that's let's the show it, the gore made it 2000s not only because it was Jessica Biel and she's good looking. That's there's you know, a lot of good this, people. That it did, yeah, it did I'll, the I'll CW. The pretty I mean, people. of the remakes, it's a better one, but that's it's not the only. It's much. the <laughs> only other Texas Chainsaw I'll watch, except for Part Two I, I, and the first I'll, one. Like I, I'll give you that. Yep, I literally that. watched Leatherface Ugh, last year. That's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's Leatherface as a kid. Who wanted that? No, nobody. And it's not about him. No, and like I'm fairly awesome. certain, if I remember correctly, it doesn't exactly portray people with mental health issues in the best light. It don't portray anyone in good light. Really in pissed that off movie. at that. Like, and here's the crazy thing: Next Generation is not the worst Texas Chainsaw movie. It's <laughs> like, not. Like, oh no! Like, like that's Texas better Chainsaw than the Leatherface movie. That was 3D dog shit. 2013 oh, one is oh. horrible. I didn't see I, it's unwatchable. It's almost yeah, like, unwatchable. There, and that's one of the other. I got better things. Legacy. To do. I'll watch 2022 after that one. <laughs> yeah. There, there's like so many that are so bad. Part three is just a slasher, which I was gonna revisit last night after watching this, but it looks like it's not streaming anywhere because I was mm. like, ah, I haven't seen three in forever. Let's see, Ken Forhey's in it and Vigo Mortensen. Three. That's is, the one thing. Yeah, that's the one with Vigo. That's These cool. movies somehow find damn good talent. <laughs> <laughs> Early talent, yeah. Yeah, Aragon the, is in part three. Come Aragon, on, guys. Right. <laughs> Three's the one where they, like, put a stupid long chain bar on the chain. They do. They, like, yeah. I don't remember much of it. I just remember it being, let's just make a slasher with yeah, Leatherface. It, That's it, what I remember of it. It gave us slasher gore. Now, part two gave us gore. We actually got to see mm-hmm. killing hilarious. and stuff like, you know, and it's gore, hilarious. Yeah. Three, like Nate says, it dug more into the slasher. But it's also like, then why did Hinkle think we needed this movie? What was the drive for that? Especially because the opening narrations, like two similar incidents happen, but they were very minor. Whatever bullshit it says, like it, it stays over. This is part four. Technically it doesn't ignore Mm -hmm. two and three. Technically it does. It ignores two and three and it only references part one. But in the narration, it talks the about how there two separate incidents. Two separate incidents. Well, that's because there was the incident that talks about them, I think, in the first one. Then what happens in the first one is the second incident. Oh, right? I, took oh. It as, I took it as glossing over the second two and, and three. Because that's how the, I took it over. The, the whole ending of two. this movie, which will <laughs> no, this movie when we get to it, is directly from the end of part one. Well, they all kind of sure, tried to end that sure way. <laughs> but that's what it is, is that it was what they're alluding to is because right. even the director and the other stuff I was reading, he goes, this is a supposed to be a spiritual sequel to the 
first movie. I'm going to throw great. a book at Ken Hinkle. Mm, Somebody I, should I, have. I will help you. I'll throw it right. also. I don't even know well, what kind of book it will be, but a, be a, a dictionary, book. some big let's, ass book. Let's now, talk about the end of this movie. Yeah, Pete, you okay. had issues with okay. this, so you have the floor, and then I have at least two things I wanted to chime in on. <laughs> Zellweger gets away, and she's running away, right? Yeah. They're chasing her through the woods. They, she hilariously gets a remote from uh, McConaughey and starts screwing with his leg. That Their remote me, fighting, which off. is hilarious. It's so damn funny. That was, that was very funny. It, man, that was, that would get he a has one. Out of me. She has one. He <laughs> would move whack, it. Whack. She would move it. Like, it was, it was like siblings fighting over the television, <laughs> and one of them had like the the spare universal remote. Which like, is no, which my, this channel. That was my question. Like, can he not move unless you're using a remote at, at all times? I think it was but just jacking with you, the whole. Yeah, thing. you when, yeah. when it when it locked up or something, you had to reset it. Yeah, I'll buy. I'll buy into that. So and they're chasing light. her through the woods. It's becoming daylight. I mean, it gets yeah. light real quick. Yeah. Um, they chase her through the woods, and she gets into this open field, right? Yeah. And out of nowhere, you see a plane flying. There's a maybe a crop, a crop duster, duster or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then well, you I see, she got in the RV first. Uh, then, then you see a Winnebago. You see the plane first. Oh, that's right. You're right. And you You're see right. a Winnebago, this giant effing RV. And there's Mr. and Mrs. T. Drinking their their uh, morning Bloody Marys. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh, there goes Pete when he's in retired and he's drink, in his drinking RV. and driving. <laughs> it was it was wonderful. Here's your drink, Mister What whatever their name was. Or I forget what it was. <laughs> they called them themselves Mister and Mrs. That yeah, was, it, was, it was such it was a trope. In I, I thought it was a. I thought I thought it might be a reference to Mister and Mrs. T, the Bloody Mary mix, which made me chuckle as an alcoholic. Anywho, um, <laughs> so she's. Somehow catches up to this Winnebago, bangs on the door. They let her in because they see that the the Sawyer family has jumped into a. a, a not, it wasn't a convertible, was it? It was a. No, it was, they were on the tow truck. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, that's right. That's how they were hanging out the windows in the back of it. Yeah. Uh, they're like, hey, there's a monster chasing her with a chainsaw. <laughs> Again, another another chuckle for me. Um, so they run him off the road, and this Winnebago flips over. Mm-hmm. Apparently, apparently, Zellweger's the only one left alive. I don't know. I don't know. We'll never. We don't know. see the, no the. We don't see the kind couple ever again. She jumps up on the top of the overturned Winnebago, jumps off of it, starts running away again, and for no reason, this airplane with a with a front prop with a yeah. single prop propeller comes swooping down and chops up Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it doesn't chop him up. It hits him with the tire hitting the head. Oh, I thought That's he got it, chopped with the propeller. propeller. I don't think it's a propeller. I think it's supposed because, to be a thud. Because I, I, I felt there's like blood. blood there's not like um, any decapitation. There's nothing chopped up. No, I, I felt like it hit him in the back of the head with the See, prop. I thought it, it was like, the tire at it the don't matter. An airplane, for no good reason, kills what's that, somebody. What's that, what's that famous black and white movie where the guy's running from the airplane and he ducks down? Uh, north by it, Northwest. North. They, it's a very North by Northwest scene that they're trying I, to copy. Who's the airplane oh, guy? Why no, did he nobody decide? knows. Yeah. There's no explanation to the why old, he's out there. The and Illuminati. Then it makes Rosie- the Illuminati. The oh, Illuminati. Always the Illuminati. The Illuminati took him out. Okay, so the Illuminati was tired of Matthew McConaughey being. Matthew McConaughey and 
off him because right after that, the Illuminati pick up Rennell Zellweger. Thank you. In a limo. In a limo and totes her off to do, I don't know. He gives some exposition like, oh, this was supposed to be a spiritual uh, experience. And then Renee tells him, quite frankly, which we haven't said. And if you haven't seen this movie, there's a scene in the house that this dude licks her face. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Very uncomfortable. Licks her all up and down. Very uncomfortable. I. I like that only because of the way it made me feel. I got all ached out and I was like, oh, that's it, the way a horror movie is supposed it's to be. It's how the feel. whole movie should have been. R- right. And right. I, I, as much as I hate to say this, there's a moment that they, they cut it a little too late from, uh, you're, you're behind him and you're watching him lick her face mm-hmm. that you see his hand go down, <gasps> which I think they cut out because of the, they got rid of the stepfather scene that we saw in the, Oh. I started seeing a lot. Okay. Like, I kind of okay. think that may be the first cut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I'm really glad you guys mm-hmm. cut that. But you needed to cut that split second because I watched his hand go, not a normal, like, I'm going to break. It, it, go, it went south. It went south. It went yeah. south. Okay. And Ugh. then the camera turned. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. But now they're saving her and take her to the hospital. And it's only <laughs> for. What's her name from the first one? I never can remember. Well, it was Sally? it was Leatherface Sally. and Sally from the first movie. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Leatherface it wasn't was Gunner? That wasn't Gunner Hanson. Who was Hansen. pushing her on the gun? Or someone it was, was pushing. It was uh, Grandpa from the original it, one, no, John Dugan. He no. was in the hospital scene, but I think he was a cop or something. The the orderly was yeah. the kind of chubby guy that was in the bus with the everyone. He oh, was, okay. He's the I'm, one that watched the hitchhiker cut himself up and freaks out. It's that dude who's oh, pushing Sally. Okay. I, I so, thought it was oh, no, Gunner, Hansen, uh, Gunner, right. They asked Gunnar Hansen to even be in this movie, and he wanted way too much money. Um, so yes. thankfully he turned it down. <laughs> but this is where it's a sequel because it's supposed to be Sally finally yeah. coming into the hospital after everything that went on at the Sawyer house in the first movie, even though none of that lines up, it's not even really the same house. It's not the same landscape, nothing. It's just this weird ass, like why did, and it's the girl from the first one. It's the, it's the survivor. It's the, it's the the actress. And it's like, why'd you even agree to do this? This They tried to make this, they they tried to make this, uh, this connection between the first and second movies. And they just failed because it doesn't make any sense. It failed. I mean, I mean, all around it failed. I mean, yeah, what, right. I, what I was going to talk about with the whole hanging leather face out of the tow truck with the chainsaw yeah, was just the pathetic, weak attempts of not even having the chainsaw go through the RV where it's like, well, it's it, also where it fails at being a comedy like part two knew by taking the chainsaw across that dude's head, not decapitating oh, the him, top of his head but then having mm-hmm. the blood splatter. Yep. It's like, yeah, it knew the assignment. This movie did not know the assignment. That's because Agreed. that scene was both terrifying and hilarious at the same all time. All at the same time. Because yeah. that chase has a lot of intensity to it. You're you're on the edge of your seat the first time you watch part two, mm-hmm. where you're like, holy shit, what's going on? Then all of a sudden, this dude gets de- decapitated from the top, and blood spurts up, and he's like uh, this dummy driving down the road, oh, and it so wrecks. It's and then you're, you're laughing, yet you're uh-huh. scared at the same time. This movie... It, 
he might as well had like touched the RV with the chainsaw and smack himself in the face with the yeah, chainsaw. I mean, it might as well have been a cartoon scene, you know? Exactly. And then him holding up a sign that says Owie. All, <laughs> all while he is dressed up as a straight up woman in this, you know? Oh, yeah. He's it, wearing it, a dress through the entire film. Mm-hmm. Full, well, I mean, he starts out with. Well, the the one, yeah, uh, you're right. The first scene, he's in his uh, he's in a camo orange bitches and, and bitches, the yeah. the yellow uh, uh, butcher thing. Butcher, yeah. Then he changes for dinner into like this like grandma looking thing where he's got the gray wig on. Mm-hmm. Then he's like like dolled up. There's no other way to say it. In this <clears throat> black evening gown with lipstick and makeup and everything, and he freaks out at the end because she got away and he's like draping the chainsaw off of his hand over his shoulder. Like, Oh, I got the vapors kind of Southern <laughs> bell thing. <laughs> my, and, my, I am withered. <laughs> and then he tries to replicate the Gunnar Hansen spin of the chainsaw dance. And it sucks. It's, you're like, dude, don't, why are you even, and it goes on to too it? long. Oh, way it, too long. It goes on too long. Like, you, you, okay. I get what you're doing, dude. They, they had a second. There was another, uh, there was another scene that aped the first film where they grabbed the gal at the very beginning and pulled her into the house. Oh, the other girl that they catch right. on fire. And like, yeah, yeah, he's they, got her around by her waist and he's dragging her in. She's kicking. And it's screaming it's the her. cover of one of the releases of the first yeah. movie where yeah, he's and behind her. I, yeah. I thought that first one was pretty good. Like she gave it her all. She screamed bloody, bloody murder. Well, the, the behind the scenes, she like rips his mask off and they're like, Oh, your mask came off. He goes, it was glued before we started. Dude was out. She was going nuts, but that's awesome. I love it when they go crazy. My issue, my other issue with this leather face, dear God, why is he screaming the entire time? Like he is. He screams I, I like a little girl. Everybody screams in this movie. That he was just like uh, he was the a child of a kid. Yes, exactly. Gunnar Hansen did that in the first movie. That he actually went to a school for mentally challenged children and observed them because he didn't want to offend anyone because he wanted Leatherface to be childlike. An accurate representation. Talked. And he's actually been commended by people of that oh. community where they're like, you did an excellent job. You don't offend. That is, you're you're as close to what it really could be. Fantastic. But this guy, he is just screaming for screaming's mm. sake, and I never get the point that he's mentally challenged. It's just more like whipped dog, you know, and it just, it falls flat. It just it's falls weird. flat. And that's what sucks because, like, with way he picks her up, the way that he is, you know, flinging her around, like, a lot of power, a lot of force. Yeah, it's a lot yes. of power. There's definitely, he's a very staggering person, that actor. Like, sadly, he passed away yeah. like, oh, 20 years ago, like know. 2001 oh. or something like that. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's not like he was in much, but no. there was potential with this leather face as well that was just He started off completely. so strong. It's whatever direction that they decided to. That was all direction. That was all vision. This was the. Let's feminize Leatherface. And he tries to like justify it going, well, he's always kind of had this because even in the first movie, you know, he's wearing like a woman's face. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. dude, no, he was terrifying. I mean, and he's just wearing someone's face. I you know, that's not even really my problem with it in this one, because like he even has like the, the grandma face on it mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And it's definitely like, I feel like when he puts the faces on of the victims, he kind of has their persona. Just take their energy, maybe? Yeah, like, like I, not even energy, but just like have their persona okay. of what they were like, or maybe what he got to like, witness of this them. This is my old woman mask. This is my yeah. young girl mask. This is but, my I mean, I can see that. Mask. is not smart enough to make that happen. No. That and, is just head oh, Yes, yeah. You know? The, the masks all, like, I don't like bashing on the special effects people because they're working on, like, super low budget. They all look like plastic Mm-hmm. nothing oh, they're not, on they're his not face good. there's there's no stitching there's nothing from like the first movie where you feel as like oh, much wow. as i they, love the movie, they look like michael Meyer masks. nails the mask like yeah no yeah. none of the other ones have nailed the mask like the first one did no the know? first like, like second one does okay but they're just having fun with it there's yeah exactly but there's yeah. so much grit and darkness to that first one though yeah. that it's it hides a lot of those flaws or yeah, those things that you need to see this was a little too clear i always thought that i Watching this movie, even on the, the a crappy DVD, I yeah, boy, it was it was very clear. The and mask is too clean. I kind of don't want that. I want a grindhouse feel to my Texas Chainsaw. And that was dirty. That's another. You you hit a good mm-hmm. point right there. Is this looks fake dirty? Like even yeah. like the butcher room and where he like hangs her up on a meat hook. It doesn't feel like this has been going on for a long time. The kitchen is a little too clean. I thought you that know, meat hook was too clean. <laughs> the meat hook was. It way looked too like clean. it was sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been rusty and had pieces, particles Look, on it. This movie was so bad. Grandpa got up from the kitchen table and left the movie. That's pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's I'm not. <laughs> that happens. Ooh, that there was Grandpa some bad, picks up that a was knife. A bad makeup. Oh, that dude looked like he was uncomfortable. Uh, he probably literally got up, go, and they're like, "Hey, you still got like scenes?" He's like, "No, I don't. Nope, and I'm just done. Walks, I'm done." Just walks <laughs> off the set. Pay me, bitches. I'm out. Wait, like, like the like, stuff with like the feminine leather face, like that's never bothered me either. Like, no, I didn't. I, it doesn't bother me in this movie, but I feel like it wasn't hey, explored. I, I actually. That's the it, problem. It wasn't explored. It wasn't fleshed out. I like, actually feel <laughs> more like. <laughs> they did it to offend people which isn't right you know it's like it was it was the early 90s right it was yeah the early so, 90s, so cross-dressers in the early 90s were weirdos and, and yeah it was viewed as that were weird you, it was viewed as yeah. jerry springer in, in today's that eyes was, that's hard to to yeah. to uh to digest especially I, as I we think are, that's that's the big thing yeah. yeah entering like pride month where it's like no like you know i'm gonna be yeah. at the parade and there's gonna be People in drag, like, and they're well, kind people. And I love them all. Let's yes, go. Like, that just Let's party. Me look this up. Like, this movie came out in 94. Uh, Tu Wong Fu came out in 95. Oh, so, I mean, I love know. that movie so much. That movie <laughs> is so much fun. I watch Nothing makes life. me laugh more than seeing Wesley Snipes with them Patrick big guns. Slazy. No, Wesley Snipes giant oh, arms giant yeah, like in, in a red, in a little bit of red dress makes me laugh every time. The, the I'm, sco- not, I'm not laughing at that he's a transvestite. No, no, I'm no, laughing no. because he looks ridiculous. It, it's also <laughs> it's looking at Patrick Swayze with that squared ass jaw. Oh yeah, oh, but yeah. he's like all, but he's all got the, the southern belle charm oh, down mm-hmm. to a T. And I'm I'm, I'm a little attracted to Jaguar Gonzalez. I mean, oh, we all are. Regardless, everyone is. Everyone is. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, let's jump into the things here. So, uh, let's do a raining kind of blood. Is there? <laughs> Not really. There really isn't even any blood splatter, right? No. No. They show the gore from the road. Yeah. And, and then there then was like a a dead body in a tub. Yeah, body in a tub. 
Ugh. It's like you should have, like, even if you didn't want to show me him crushing her head, right. show, the, show the aftermath. Like, it can have been done off screen, but then, like, as they go past again in the kitchen for mm-hmm. some reason, you see dead girl. You know, which would have just been a dummy and some macaroni. I wouldn't give a shit. You know, tomato <laughs> sauce, macaroni. <laughs> I'll believe it's brains. It's totally fine. But uh, according to the uh, kill count video I watched, they say six people die in this movie. Six? That seems well, high. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies don't have a high kill count. It just, no, but that just seems high for this movie because you've got the three well, teenagers, three teenagers yeah, plus yeah. the guy in the car. Vilmer breaks oh, yeah. his neck. Yep. Now okay. this is where I got confused. Folks. Is it the two old folks? But did Vilmer die? Because otherwise, that would give us seven. Well, but they don't. Do they count Vilmer as a villain? Because we well, don't normally count. Well, we don't count stuff like Freddy or Jason because they always come back. Vilmer would have been counted as a kill count. Okay. All right. Um. But so I I think because we don't. Hard really don't see i'm calling it six because that's what the kill count video said so i'll just back them up um so yeah let's uh god this is also going to be weird let's pick our Mm. favorite kind of kill i've been struggling with this one all day (laughs) why i I have one i'll i'll go first yeah you go go, first lead the way um i'm i think i'm gonna pick the vilmer snapping the kid's neck because Mm -hmm. it's the only thing we actually see in camera and just oh, the, that's the moment where you're right. just seeing McConaughey kind of losing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Cause yeah. he goes, he, he reaches down, he picks up the kid and he's like, he's dead. And the other kid's going, no, he's not. He's dead, he's just talking. He goes, no, he's dead. And reaches his hand around and just pop. Does the Hollywood, the next Hollywood snap. next mm-hmm. time, which the way he grabbed that head, I'm like, no. that's not doing nothing. You just did a chiropractic move on the dude. He's <laughs> sort of right, right. If anything, he's like, I feel refreshed. Uh, uh, I'd pop happy. right back up. I Woo! might go for a walk. But uh, no, I'm going to pick that one because I actually got to see what happened. Fair, fair. Well, what about you, Pete? <laughs> um, I I will go with the uncomfortable, orgasmic neck snap that Vilmer gives the young lady all oh, the the head stomp that we're supposed that to he's believe is he's that using stomp. his mecha leg to stomp <laughs> this poor gal's neck and snapping it and he is getting off if he that's McConaughey's O face for sure that's totally the McConaughey <laughs> O face <laughs> and it was it was gross and that was the one thing like oh that uh, <laughs> so that that fair. gave me the I'll, the I'll give you that yeah. Okay. fair. Nate, your turn, Nate. Bubba? Uh, I guess it's when the airplane hits him. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we yeah. found three different kills that we, I don't know how that was even possible. It's because there's movie. no good kills in this. There's really. no, there's no iconic kill in this. Whatsoever. Who was the airplane driver? Right. I'm telling you, it's the Illuminati. The Illuminati. That's Why the only explanation. Why take out their own? It had because they were the tired shadow of government. Him and yeah. they, the Illuminati was disappointed in the experience this that uh, Rene Zellweger had. No, so it was the lizard people. starting over. The lizard so people, sure. the lizard people are trying to take over the Illuminati. There's a there's an underground war happening. As, the lizard people got nothing on the insect people. As, as as a dad, and I've had to watch movies, you know, kids' movies incessantly, 
all of a sudden my brain went, are they like Monsters Incorporated where they collect fears and cries and maybe and that's what they're getting off on because it wasn't about the killing at all in this movie honestly it It was was about about the fear inflicting always about the fear and so i was like do they harvest that can you taste it when you lick someone's face i don't know (laughs) what you're telling me is when kim hinkle watched Uh, monsters inc he was like son of a bitch that's what i was trying to incorporate in my movie that's he was like, man, I missed the mark totally. I should have had. Or uh, is 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 that energy collected and uh, sacrificed or or given to the old gods, much like a cabin in the woods sort of thing? Or it would be like because he had like those piercings and stuff. It could have been more like a Hellraiser two I, kind of thing. Where so he fed the the Leviathan at right. the end. So yeah. his shirt came off, and he had some sort of prosthetic under there or something. Oh yeah, it was and a I huge didn't quite, prosthetic. I didn't it quite was, catch what was going on. From what I understood, it was supposed to be like scarification. So the little bit that I gleaned out of it, which I yeah. there's there's no continuity whatsoever what i took it was is that was his scarification that's kind of like his process of his penance the experience for doing. Okay. which is why mcconaughey is always carving Cut on himself, himself. Right. it's very similar to that but it's just so disjointed and we get no like if you wanted to give me narration narrate this like thing that the illuminati has to do every 10 years yeah, he, and it involves the Sawyer family. She, she stumbles across a book that says some, that gives you some nugget of information about what anything, w- w- anything, right? Anything. Yeah. See, don't. People don't start a podcast. Cause this is what happens. See, all it takes is an hour with your, your friends for you to realize that you can come up with a way better movie uh-huh. and, you know, than one that's actually been made. And you're just like, this took an hour. All it took was an hour of sitting and going back and forth, and we could have came up with way better ideas than what was worked and, on. And we're probably dummies. a thirty day shoot. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're dumbasses. We're idiots. <laughs> but over the course of thirty days of shooting the movie, but also who knows how long it took to write the movie beforehand mm-hmm. and pre production, if there was any, to lead up to make a movie. And yet, all it took was an hour with three dumbasses to go. <laughs> that might work out a little bit better now. What I'm going to say is, like, maybe with my score of this movie, if our version came out, it may only be one point higher. But God damn it, it's still one point it's higher. It's still going to be one point <laughs> higher. Well, that's a great segue, Nate. Let's rate this bad boy. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Whew. You're Who's driving. Up? You're driving. Oh, You're oh, driving. Okay, all right. So uh, let's just start with <laughs> Pete first with this one. Uh, I hate the fucking movie. <laughs> I hate the fucking movie. I hate this fucking movie. All right, Mr. charging. I got to get it out of the system. I got it out of my system. Okay, so like, how how does this how does this work for low scores? So like, one is bad. One's bad. two is terrible. Wor- worse than one. Yeah, two, two is worse, worse than, than one. one. All right. Uh, thirst is the worst. No, uh, negative no. thirst is the worst. Well, no. Thirst is the worst. Negative thirst is e- is like bottom, bottom, okay. bottom. All right. Uh, three is just you wanted to put a score and not hurt Nate's feelings. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so this is a go. two. Ooh. Ooh. It's a two. All right. I so hate, you, the way you delivered that is... 
I give this movie a two. I give this movie a two. It can kiss my ass. I never want to see it again. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger, you did a good job with the shit material. <laughs> uh, there's no redeeming. There's there's nothing redeeming about this movie. It's bad. Don't watch this. Avoid it at all costs. There's so much good stuff to watch out there. This is not one of those things. Yeah, like Even cocaine if you're shark. a completionist, do not watch this movie. And yet, it's not the worst in the franchise. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's really Powerful not. words. I, I'm done. I'm done. I've said my piece. You're still driving. All right, it. Charlie. I've Where never given after that? a movie this low of a score. Never. You well, know. all right. How many beers would it take? Oh, this is a six. This is a full six. <laughs> this is a kegger. If if there was, we we don't go above six because six beers for most people is pass out. <laughs> uh, so this is a full six beer. Oh, lightweight. Six beers knock shell out. What? Dude, what it takes me like maybe Not four this and I'm guy. good to go. Like. Not this guy. But six beers is our I'm max. A, we I'm can't a big go any dude. higher. That, that you are a large dude. I mean, you're and Andre I, the Giant. I, I was gonna say, Andre the Giant. You got you, you. You hold a pitcher in your hand like I hold a beer can. No, no. I, actually, I, the pitcher looks like a beer barrel in his tiny, tiny hands. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> in his tiny, t- <laughs> assholes. <laughs> oh man. A shot glass looks like a regular glass in his <laughs> tiny hands beat. A toothpick looks like a javelin. I don't know where this came from. I just have tiny hands. It's so weird. Like, I'll give you, I got no butt, but I, I don't have tiny hands. I've never understood this joke whatsoever. I'm just following Nate. I know you're just a tag along. It's totally fine. <laughs> Nate has literally lost it. He can't breathe right now. Yeah. You're up, Charlie. Oh, Out you're of this whole movie, this is where we're at right it's now. Just huh? the look on Charlie's face. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't yeah. are <laughs> looking at my damn hands, going, "This ain't Deadpool babyfied hands." What are you guys talking about? <laughs> So weird. Post this on Instagram now. Now people are just really going to start rumors. It's so he's going to put he's going to put a six inch ruler on his hand and say this is a twelve inch ruler. Yeah, that's only what I tell my wife. Anyway, this is right. what I'm going to rate this movie. Stop it! Why? Stop it! I'm dying. Both y'all just I'm knock dying. it off. No, no, quit it. The Illuminati Stop got it. me. Yeah, that's all the Illuminati. <laughs> They done got me. Uh, <laughs> I'm messed up. I don't want to rate this stupid movie. Uh, <laughs> me that, if you'd have asked me did. to, if you'd have asked me to rate this when Nate brought this up, I'd have been like, "Oh, this is like a seven or an eight. I love <laughs> this movie. I watched this the other night. Going, damn it! <laughs> what happened? Uh, yeah, I've what? aged. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm old." Is it, Look, is it wisdom or intolerance? I don't oh, know. God, I don't know. Uh, I'd watch it over thirst. That's for damn sure, so I can't oh. go that low. Um, I, I Purely on McConaughey and purely 
for the sacrifice those poor stunt people made to put out this piece of fair. shit. That's fair. I am giving this three and a half. Ooh. That's <laughs> and that oh. uh, I that hurt to say because McConaughey I have and fought, stunt people alone give it alone. Three. There's no, there's <laughs> nothing else right about this movie that's worth watching. I would still be like for morbid curiosity. If you've never watched it, watch it one time. Don't but, watch it. But oh, don't listen to Pete. But don't only watch it, watch it one don't time. Do it. No one. Don't, don't watch do the 2013 one. There's so much better things to see out there. Go watch Thirst. Like Cocaine yeah, Shark. Go watch. Yeah. Uh, no, no, don't watch Cocaine Shark. Pete, watch Cocaine Shark. That's that's some time I can't. Go back. Uh, right. So yeah, I I think. I think I have to be truthful. I can't. I can't swing this any other way. It, it, it's three and a half, man. So Nate, what are you hitting this with? Oh, geez. Well, I gave the 2022 one a one because yeah, I yeah, felt we, we insulted by yes, that did. movie. Oh, I don't even remember what I said. I was I, but I gave I feel it insulted on this one. I just yeah. Two's worse than one, and this one doesn't insult me. It's not particularly fun. Huh. Like mm. McConaughey and Zellweger are the best parts. Like it's yeah. it's such a great thing to see because unlike Jennifer Aniston in the first Leprechaun movie, <laughs> it's just Jennifer Aniston or Leonardo right, DiCaprio yeah. in Critters. In Critters, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Critters two. This you can uh, definitely two, I think it was Critters two. three. Critters three. Oh, three. three. That's was right. Three? I always yeah, oh, yeah. That's one Trust with me. Easter at the beginning, isn't it? Nope. That's part that two. two. That's part two. I can't keep those straight. <laughs> Don't they it's, come up out of the toilet? No, that's ghoulies, you dumbass. Yeah, that's ghoulies. <laughs> munchies are what they're looking for. I was going to say, what, don't they drink beer? No, that's no, no, munchies. That's munchies, right, right, right. <laughs> come on, guys. Don't, don't they Don't they like bananas? No, no, that's minions. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch a minions horror movie. Oh. I would be Nate, I'd need a, I need a minions horror movie. Once again, people, do not do a podcast because you'll come up with dumb <laughs> ideas with your friends in like a minute. Right. This is how it gets done in Hollywood. That's right. Bunch That's of right. jackasses. It is, it is too. We would have better ideas. Yeah, you got a good point. Nobody gives us money. Nate, uh, have you given us a number yet? Come Nate, on, man. No, I haven't. Movie. He got distracted by horror movie minions. Stop uh, padding the time. We don't I'm need not, to do I'm that. Right to, it's a three. I'm going to give it a three. Get me out of here. Oh, God, don't make me give it the highest. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't like the movie At that least well. tie you... with me. No, I thought about 2.5, but I don't know if that's allowed on the show. Uh, we've never talked about a 2.5. We never have talked it... if 2.5 is allowed. We do halves. I guess you can do a 2.5. Yes, it just feels There's nothing weird. wrong with the 2.5, so it's it's the worst, but not quite the worst. 2.5 is the, the actual 2? Maybe. <laughs> oh. 2.5 might actually be the actual 2. No, I... <laughs> I I hit this movie with the worst rating, which is yeah, a two. Pete, right? That I expected, but Nate picked this thing. This was Nate's fault. I thought it'd be a funny gag because of Spoils of Horror doing part two that we do the other unsung Texas Chainsaw movie. Part, Texas Chainsaw part two is equal. unsung. I don't I don't think no, so. No, this son. is the unsung one. Uh, this is this is the. This I was the, wrong. I never okay. want to watch it. One, you were, nope. you were wrong. You're on out. We're gonna have nothing but bangers for the rest of the year. That's what I promise to you, people. Uh, when do I yeah, get to pick another actually, one? <laughs> uh, you, you pick. You pick. No, he picked the uh, next horror one. 
Oh yeah, he did. Which what you I know did? what, Pete? Go ahead and tell people what the next horror movie is. I don't even. Remember. He doesn't even remember. Oh, God damn it, Pete! <laughs> We're doing scanners because you've never seen it before. Oh yeah, I didn't pick that. I just you had did. never seen it. Yeah, oh, you went, picked it. You, we were trying to pick this out, and you went, you know what? I've never seen Scanners. I said, you want to cover Scanners? He's like, yeah, why not? That I didn't know that was nice. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you literally, that was. Can we get Troy for Scanners? <laughs> yes. Yes, you may. I, I was talking to you that day. I was like, hey, dude, we, we want you to come back. He's like, oh. he'll He's come like, back. Oh, yeah, maybe. Well, I heard him. He he made a cube reference in your last episode, yes, which is Hitchin, and I was real <laughs> happy about that. But also, he hasn't shown back up in the Slack chat, so I've been a little yeah. worried. Yeah, he's just yeah. disappeared altogether. I don't think he likes that. Me happens very well. like we just seem to chase <laughs> off everyone. So, do we have homework? Oh yeah, we do have homework, don't we? Do we? Or do we have to yep. pad this episode out anymore? We just won't do. A- we don't. We won't do. A, we, we, don't you know, we don't if you don't want to. You don't, you don't want I was to just. Tra- I was we asking. Won't do trash because we, yeah, trash we won't do this trash. Movie. Oh, trash. fine. Let's do the homework then. Okay. Well, let's let's intro it. So, Ow, Nate, I don't have a drop for it. No, just Mitch and I had homework for everyone. There. I don't know. That's best I can do for you. No, you got to mention that I had homework for you guys. Oh, hey, Nate, what was it? Did you have homework for us tonight? Yeah, actually, I did. Oh, okay. In the spirit of how these movies somehow find talent, if we were to make our own TCM sequel, which we already have, we have, but if we were allowed <laughs> to use big famous name actor, big, actresses, big, big famous, like, yeah, we got to pick like big people. Who would you guys choose? I asked everyone to come to with one male and one woman lead. Do, does it so? Are these like, does it mean, do they need to be? antagonists or protagonists or it doesn't matter you could do either way just, just, just throw need... two people that we want to go i could go first to lead by example sure because i didn't do the homework no, no, okay <laughs> well for me i would pick america's hollywood couple tom hanks and meg ryan <laughs> In a Texas oh, okay explain yeah. well can you imagine tom hanks being a sawyer brother come on and then meg Ryan trying to escape but then they find love a great movie. So is Meg is Meg the are the You got chainsawed. I was trying they, to come up with a you got male joke and they, they just went for it. You got chainsawed. <laughs> okay. When Leatherface met Sally. Oh, that works. That's that actually oh. works. That really does work. Uh, I win. So Tom Hanks is Leatherface. Okay. That, that's where I was I was trying to Tom figure Hanks out. Is Leatherface. He's what, one of the Sawyers. I don't want to hide that. Oh, he's a Sawyer. Oh. I don't want to hide Dad's face. That would be hilarious, though, if it's Tom Hanks <laughs> behind the mask. It just like, right. I don't know. Can you picture his voice and him yelling at people? <laughs> like so, Woody being mad. No, uh, I'd at least give him from Castaway with Wilson, and he's just <laughs> with a chainsaw the whole time. Well, and, and he he takes out his own tooth right at one point. Uh, yeah. So God, it's self mutilation is something that Tom Hanks and uh, yeah. Matthew McConaughey he, have in common. He, he tried to eat raw crab. <laughs> oh, mm. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Pete, what, what are you picking? All right, so my my the two that I picked are. I'm surprised. I was very. I was afraid that Nate would have already grabbed these two, and he didn't. And I love you for it, sir. <laughs> My two characters are survivors. They are going to go against Leatherface and the Sawyers. So my female lead is going to be Ripley 
Sigourney Weaver, and she's going to be in the giant yellow loader from Aliens. <laughs> that sounds like cheating. <laughs> and she yeah. and Leatherface are going to go head-to-head loader versus chainsaw, and we're going to get chainsaw scrapes and loader Spark. crunches and sparks and all that stuff. All right. So <laughs> who's the male lead? Yeah, now oh. I'm married. I cannot believe that neither of you have come up with this. I haven't gone yet. I'm a little sad, but my boy, Ash Williams versus <laughs> Leatherface. We got Bruce Campbell going right up against Leatherface. And if Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, let's put Bruce Campbell in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Let's replace uh, Dennis oh. Hopper. Let's replace Dennis Hopper as a sheriff with Bruce Campbell. And let's go, baby. Let's get a chainsaw fight like you never damn seen before. Once again, people, do not create a podcast because all you do is put out into the air ideas that are so cool. Pete, God damn it, I is, love you for this. Is this not the best movie ever? Yeah, now I'm mad it's not real. It's so good that I don't even have an answer. I didn't uh, you already said you didn't do your homework. I, didn't yeah. do that. I, could I gave not, you homework. I could not. At the last I, minute, Dave. I, it was kind of at the last minute. All right, no. Yeah. It was at like 3 o'clock. To we had at least fair, three hours to prep, and I already had my answer. That's because you came up with it, dumbass. As you're like, I got an answer to my own homework. Now I'm going to throw it in their laps. Thanks, bro. You're welcome. That's why I was when you make me the highest ranking for this movie, and I'm pissed off about that. Not, no, this, you did this to yourself. I no, you did this to us. No, I've been struggling rating. all day what to rate this damn movie. Yeah, but you picked it. You did this. Felt like revenge for you being pissed off about movies I picked that were good I, uh, damn right, movies. Honestly, this was a misfire big time. <laughs> to say the least. I yeah. remember it being as bad last time. I'm so happy I don't have any memories of this. Uh, I yeah, killed all my what? brain cells. This is what the stupid part is, Charlie. A week from now, he's going to forget he even watched this damn movie. Yep, indeed. He's yeah. got, he's he's got, got that we call PTSD, power. man. I, yeah. I got this short-term memory thing going on. We call it the Pete. The, the yeah. Pete-itis. Uh, he just won't we'll bring remember it up the bad shit. Now. He'll Should be like, I go I see my I doctor that. about this? I don't all know. Right. He goes, did that was that the one with the wasps? I don't remember. Yeah, that's that's what that one was. No, my favorite one hey, is now stop. he's like we watched that movie. I is it is it the raid or is it the raid redemption? It's the same movie, Pete. Same a week movie. later, is it the raid or is it the raid redemption? It's the same movie, Pete. <laughs> is it Mad Monkey Kung Fu or is it Monkey Kung Fu? All right, no, that one's not Pete's fault. That movie is, is alone it's way too confusing. confusing. <laughs> it really is. I think even IMDB got confused when we looked it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Is episode over yet? <laughs> I, I've tried for the last 15 minutes to stop it, but you guys kept going. Uh, so, I think that last bit was pretty good. Bruce Campbell, Leatherface. Yeah. You guys nailed it. Leatherface meets Sally and Ash versus Leatherface. We're totally down for it. So, All right. If you guys want to continue Sally. with this insanity <laughs> that obviously we're a part of here, you can check us out over at Facebook and give me back my horror movies. Give me back my action movies. We're both on Instagram under the same names. We are on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Should be by the time you're hearing this time for us to do. What's the name of Pete's movie again? Blood Tide. Blood Tide. Oh, Blood Tide. Blood Tide. Oh, shit, so, up real quick, isn't it? Uh, I think it's the. I think we're shooting for maybe the twelfth. Yep. I, think. Uh, I thought we were shooting for the nineteenth. 
because it's the third week of them. Is it the third one? Yep. It'll depend on Charlie's schedule, honestly, with uh, traveling to Ohio. So we'll figure that out. Either it's on or it will be soon by the time you hear this. So (laughs) bear with us. uh, And let's see. We have something. I'm not announcing it yet. But trust me, we're going to make up for all these misfires in the month of July. The month of July, we have something very special coming. I have. So... Pete's terrified all of a sudden. I have, I have so Pete much trepidation. He has I, no memory, even though we've talked about No, no, I think I remember time. some of it. That's, yeah. that's the best part. Pete's like, that's, how do I pretend It's all that new I to me. <laughs> Pete gets to meet new people every day. And he gets to cuss out little kids. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's, oh, a yeah. waiting, it's a waiting joke with uh, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> with the all-timers guy that comes in and orders food. <laughs> All right, guys, let's end this damn thing. Come on. Uh, am I forgetting anything, or are we pretty much done? Uh, I think we got it all. All right, oh, man. Let's Nate, blow. get us out of here with a good word. All right, all right, all right. That works. Now, let's talk about how I get back home. That's my boy, Bruce Campbell, right there, baby. That's right. God. I wish I could have seen him because some tall jackass was standing in front of me. Oh, you can't keep putting that <laughs> on me, man. <laughs> Hey, man, you had a chance to see him, but then you didn't show up. I well. stole you money for that. I'm so sorry. Yes, I'll, I'll give you money tomorrow. And honestly, with how or, tiny the seats were, you not showing up was kind of a blessing in disguise for my left <laughs> Okay, I'll keep my money. Were the seats I'm as tiny as my hand? <laughs>